You're listening to Root Lock Radio. Hello and welcome to Root Lock Radio, a podcast for uncloaking, learning, and exploring the tarot cards. My name is Weston, I live in New York City, and I'm your host. Happy Halloween, everyone! In this special Halloween episode, I plan to talk about strange things that can happen with our tarot decks. I'll cover the phenomena of when tarot cards jump out of the deck, and when we find the same card repeating across readings. And I'll talk about my particular ways of interpreting these two phenomena. I will then talk about when tarot decks get damaged and tell you two slightly spooky stories about the damaged cards in my tarot deck. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode of Rulock Radio. Sometimes when we are doing tarot readings, surprising things can happen. I know I often feel like my deck has a life of its own, and that cards can jump out at me while I'm shuffling, drawing cards, or otherwise handling the deck. And I've had some people ask me, what do you do when this happens? How do you interpret these cards? Do you add it to the reading as the first placement? Do you ignore the card? Do you do something else? Knowing how you are going to conceptualize cards like this can prevent you from later having to figure it out when you are doing a reading for yourself or someone else. So for me, a card or couple cards that jump out of the deck have a particular meaning all their own. And this is how I interpret what I call a jumper card. I see it as a message that my deck wants me to have right now. And the message may or may not be related to the reading I am about to do if I am in the course of doing a reading. Sometimes cards can jump out just when you're holding your deck or moving it from one surface to another. Um, But if I am doing a reading, it's possible that that message could be related to that reading, but the message doesn't really fit into the reading exactly. In other words, there is a reason that that card is presenting as a jumper card, rather than finding a place for itself in the spread that I'm drawing. I see this message as a message that cannot wait. Now, sometimes a bunch of cards fly out of the deck, and if I have this happen with maybe more than two cards, I usually consider it my own fumbling. And that's because it can just get a little too much to try to read a bunch of cards all at once that jump out of the deck. So I may glance at those cards and see if anything resonates with me, but I don't really take it as seriously as if it were one or two cards jumping out of the deck. So again, I see it as a message that my deck wants me to have right now, and this message could be related to the reading, but it wouldn't fit into the reading. 
So these considerations serve sort of a dual purpose for me. The first is that they make it fun. So when a card or multiple cards jump out of the deck, it is kind of like a bonus round with your tarot deck, and it be can be kind of fun to try to figure out what the message may be. And seeing the delivery of the jumper card as special does give it a little bit of a, a mystical quality, as if the deck is trying to tell you something. But the other purpose is sort of practical, and that is that it just gives me a clear protocol for how to handle the jumper cards. This way I'm not thrown off if I'm in the middle of a reading and I need to figure out how to proceed. So I'm kind of avoiding having to think on my toes about how to fit that card into a reading. Now, of course, you can develop your own protocol and considerations for jumper cards, but this is mine, and you can take from it whatever you will. Now, another phenomena that happens is repeating cards. And I have found, especially if I'm in the habit of drawing a card a day, or otherwise am frequently engaging with my deck, that the same cards will come up over and over. Sometimes I will get the same card two or three times in a week, sometimes even more than that. And it can also happen that if I'm doing a lot of readings for other people at a particular time, that the same cards will frequently repeat in those readings too. And again, I've had people ask me, what does it mean when cards repeat? What does it mean when you see the same card coming up over and over and over again? So I interpret repeating cards as delivering two messages simultaneously. The first is that that card is playing its usual role in the spread you are using. So if the card is in the present moment placement in your spread, that card still represents that placement, even if you've seen that card a lot lately in other readings, spreads, or other placements. So continue to interpret that card as you would any other card that comes up in a reading. But the second simultaneous message that a repeating card gives me is that that card is indicating a bigger theme in my life at that time. So if I'm seeing a card repeating a lot, kind of like a jumper card, it is asking me to pay attention. But while the jumper card is delivering a message intended for that very moment, a repeating card is asking me to look at the big picture. Again, this card can be seen as sort of a theme card of your life for as long as it keeps repeating. You know, sometimes you might have a card repeating just a few times in a week. Sometimes it could go on for weeks or months or a whole year. You might see the same card a lot. And whatever time span that card shows up a lot is the time span that card is representing sort of a theme card for that time. And maybe you have a couple cards that come up a lot, and it would be the same thing in that case as well. One caveat is, if the card is repeating across readings for other people instead of yourself, I still interpret it as a theme card, but I see it more as a theme that is relevant to the collective rather than just myself. So in other words, that card represents a theme that is relevant to the world at large, rather than just for your life. And this means, of course, because you're part of the world at large, that it also does have relevance to your life. So, for example, in the Discord chat, a member recently said that the Chariot was showing up in their readings a lot lately. And this is worth paying attention to, 
because the chariot completes the first line or the first leg of the of the major arcana of the fool's journey it represents a sense of completion of the theme of that first leg which is about development and achieving agency autonomy and free will in a way that is societally supported right it is that moment of getting your driver's license you are suddenly granted all this freedom you are literally at the wheel and in a way that is allowed and supported by society it's not really a rebellion so if this card is repeating for a period of time i would really want to investigate how that theme of societally supported agency free will how that theme is like relevant in my current period of life now of course it can be hard to remember all your tarot readings and hard to track what cards are coming up a lot so a good way to track cards that keep coming up is to keep a journal or a log of your tarot readings and i'll define what i mean by journal versus log so in my mind a journal is a place where you not only record the cards that come up in your readings but also write interpretations and reflections of those cards and those readings and honestly this is probably one of the best ways you can deepen your tarot practice but at the same time it can also be really time consuming right so a tarot log is a little bit less of a commitment I see a tarot log as just a way of writing down what cards you draw without necessarily writing any interpretation or reflection. So if it's you're writing down your card of the day, you might just write the date and what card comes up. So October 31st, Ace of Wands, something like that. And this is still quite valuable because it helps you keep track of cards that come up repeatedly. You can even see when they started coming up when they stopped coming up, or if they come up in cycles or waves. So if a card comes up a lot, then stops coming up, then starts coming up a lot again, this could be some really interesting information to have, like what's going on in your life that that card's uh, cycles or patterns are reflecting. I have a journal slash log that I keep, and I keep track as best I can. It kind of depends on my mood and my energy level, so I don't always record my card of the day or every reading, um, but with the readings I do, I don't always record the reflections or the journal entries, but sometimes I do, so I have uh, some information, and it's not consistent, and I could probably do better at being really thorough and comprehensive, but at least I have some way of tracking my readings and I can look back and use that as information and repeating cards is one way that that information can be really useful. If you'd like to support Rootlock Radio, consider making a pledge to my Patreon page. A monthly donation of $5 or more will get you access to supplementary materials to future episodes, as well as a private online discussion forum. You can join that by going to patreon.com rootlockradio, or by following the link on my website. If you're new to the podcast or new to tarot, you may want to go back and listen to season one, which is episodes one through 16. 
Those episodes provide a structured and comprehensive course in tarot. I've also just released a 48-page PDF companion guidebook to Season 1 that you can purchase for $20 and download on my website, rootlocktarot.com. Another thing I like to consider is damaged cards. So sometimes, through an accident or just using the cards, we end up damaging them in some way. And I think this can be interesting to pay attention to. And I have two stories I think are pretty cool and a little bit spooky about damaged cards in my deck. So the first is when I got my Hoi Polloi tarot deck, I was really excited. The deck is 40 years old, um, I knew it had this history, it had been around longer than I had, and that seemed really cool to me. But I also loved how it was in really good shape, like it had already been used obviously, but all the cards were in pretty good shape. After a while, though, one of the cards started creasing across the center, almost as if I had tried to fold it in half. And of course I had not tried to fold it in half, but it developed this deep crease, and the crease got deeper and deeper the more I shuffled the cards. And the card that this was happening to was the Five of Pentacles. And I thought about it, and I felt like I had damaged the card, and it bothered me, because I knew that these cards were in really good shape, when I got them, and I also knew that whenever I drew that card, I would know which one it was. It took some of the surprise out of flipping it over, because I would see that crease, and I would know I'm looking at the Five of Pentacles, even before I turned it over. Another thing about that is I started to worry that maybe that crease might make that card show up more, maybe because it had that crease it would be the point where I cut the deck more often. I just was afraid it was going to be interfering with my tarot reading, so... After some hemming and hawing, I decided to replace the card. I ordered a replacement on eBay, and when it came, I had a little ceremony because I felt pretty weird about doing this, so I burned the crease card in my cauldron and said goodbye and thank you to that card, and then I added the new Five of Pentacles card to my deck. And again, I had this nice, pristine deck. But sure enough, as I started using the deck again after adding that card, another card started creasing just the same way, and it was again the Five of Pentacles, the card I had bought to replace the other Five of Pentacles. And before long it was basically just as damaged as the one I had replaced. And this time I figured there must be some meaning in this. I really can't explain it, and I'm not going to try to because my human mind is too limited to understand what this could mean. But it seemed in some way that that card wanted or needed to be creased in this deck. And it's all the more kind of eerie when you consider that this card depicts two people experiencing injury and physical discomfort, you know, they're limping through the snow, and it's almost as if that crease on the card was somehow reflecting also the meaning of the card.
Now, the other story I have about a damaged card, well, maybe it's not really damaged, but it's marked. And this happened when I was having a seance with some friends in upstate New York. So my friends and I were staying at an old house in the Catskill Mountains, and we were on this screened-in porch, and we had literally dozens of candles lit, and I led a seance. It was my first time doing it, and I don't think I've done it since. Um, But my friends and I had a really interesting time trying to speak with people in our families who had died, and all of us agreed that it seemed like we got some messages. But that's not really what this story is about. What happened is that at some point during the seance, a drop, a single drop of wax fell from a black candle onto the back of my deck of tarot cards, which were just sitting on the table. And I can't remember if I noticed this during the seance or not, but afterwards I saw that there was a a drop of black wax on one of my cards. And I think my first thought was like, oh no, like I damaged another card. That's too bad. I wish I hadn't done that. But then I decided to flip the card over and see which card was now marked by a single drop of black wax. And it was the death card. So now I embrace my damaged cards. When I see that creased card or that card with the drop of black wax come up in my tarot reading, I may know what card that is before I flip it over, but now I kind of see that as a as a cool kind of extra piece of my relationship with my tarot deck. And I've learned to embrace it and learned that the things that happen to our tarot decks as we work with them and use them and take them with us places and they kind of get beat up by life, right? And just like us, we, we incur damage as we go through life, but we continue to go on and we carry that damage with us or we, you know, integrate it somehow into our stories. And I think that the same thing happens with the tarot deck. So it's up to you if you have a damaged card in your tarot deck. What you do about it, of course, if a card is really damaged, it might be hard to continue using it. But from my experience, I would really urge you to consider embracing that damaged card for what it is and seeing if something interesting and new emerges by doing so. So that's it for today. I hope you all have a great Halloween if you celebrate it, and I will look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Bye. Rootlock Radio is a podcast for uncloaking, learning, and exploring the tarot cards. It's written and produced by me, Weston. Music for the podcast is provided by Shenandoah Davis and Jeray. To support Rootlock Radio, please join our Patreon community at patreon.com slash rootlockradio. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time for Rootlock Radio.